This is a Hot Pie Media original. Oh, I learned a word uh, this week. Congratulations. Thank you. Okay. Uh, compersion. You know what compersion is? Is that uh, a Middle Eastern orgasm? No. Compersion? Compersion, yeah. Compersion? Yeah. She, she's a cum Persian. Look at her. She's a cum, cum Persian? <laughs> she's a cum Persian. Oh, okay. Yeah, see what I did there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah fucking yeah. slick. What is it? Yeah, yeah. The, the Turkish go- cum guzzler? Is that yes, what you said? Yes, All right, yeah. Cool. Uh, right. Mia Khalifa. She's a cum Persian. <laughs> Hot <laughs> Media. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Gray Area Podcast. I am Aaron Cheatham, your host for the evening or the afternoon, wherever you may be, however you may be listening. You'll be riding with me, and uh, we have a special episode for you guys. I feel like I say that all the time, but this time it really is, because I just got back from Skankfest South 2021, uh, and I've brought a a returning guest on, somebody that you guys have seen once before uh, to the show to talk about it, to talk about our reactions. This is a recap episode of Skankfest 21. Before I bring on our guest, I'll just tell you guys off the top. Um, in this episode, you're going to hear a lot of positive things. So if you have a problem with positivity, then you might want to turn off now because we're going to be talking a lot of shit and it's going to be a lot of good shit because Skankfest South was an amazing experience. I cannot state that enough. And I think you guys will get the point as you listen to this week's episode. But this has been an amazing experience. I'm so happy um, that I had the opportunity to be a part of it. And uh, I can't recommend enough that if you guys have the opportunity to catch Skankfest 2022, uh, that you do that. Because it's, it, it was legit. It was, li- it was lit. I'm stumbling over my words now. It was so dope. So that's this episode is dedicated to them. Um, shout out to everybody involved. It was a great time. Uh, without further ado, though, bring on our guest. Uh, man, we're talking about Skankfest. Uh, what a time. But I was on his podcast Sunday uh, in the midst of Skankfest. We did, a, we did a podcast on the terrace of the Hilton downtown Houston, uh, the Feedback Podcast. If you didn't have a chance to check it out, please go check it out. But he's joining us again. He's back. He's uh-huh. my dude. Why don't you guys give it up? Oh, he's back. Because he's back. Yeah. Obvious. Story of my life, man. Uh, Go ahead. For, you know, coming back to the gray area podcast, stepping back into the gray area is, uh, I said it like three times back or fine. I'll introduce you like this. Give it up for Zach or back. I was about to say Zachary. Bakery. Oh, you're going to put my government name on blast. <laughs> Bakery Zumanigi is back in the podcast. What's up, bro? How you going to say my full name? You're, Actually, you said it right. So I did. props to you. Because of frontery. Frontery and oh, Bakery. Oh, that's right. Frontery, frontery and Bakery. And yeah. And here's the thing. I can. I, don't, I feel comfortable putting it out there on Front Street because I am positive that nobody can spell any of that shit. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. That Good luck Googling that. Yes. Bakery Zumanigi. Yes. You can't spell it. You can barely pronounce it. You only know it when you see it. Yes, and there's only one. Uh, good to have you back, brother. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. I'm back. Always uh, will be. Hey, thank you for having me on uh, the feedback, too. Uh, that was, that was man, just recording that, like, the setup for it was uh, was an episode in itself. 
God damn, yeah. We didn't have the lighting right. Here's the thing. <laughs> um, if you're on if you're on listening only platforms, uh, first of all, thank you. Uh, secondly, you can't see back. Back is dark as shit. So, <laughs> oh. so <laughs> it you, gotta real, t- you, gotta, you gotta tell that story. Yes, it was real hard. It's real hard to uh, uh, to find lighting even in the daylight <laughs> of a terrace <laughs> of a hotel to to properly light back. So we had it was an issue trying to find a place where we can get enough light to the point where we're just like fuck it, we're gonna do this. So it was me. And if you're uh, familiar with uh, Mortal Kombat, me and Noob Cybot were uh, doing <laughs> podcast. Me and, me and TBA, to be announced, were sitting there. Me, me and your shadow was yeah. just... Uh, me and Mystery Partner were, uh, were doing the thing. Here's a funny thing, like talking about back being dark. When I, when I got to Skank Fest Friday, I'm down in the box getting ready because I was on a, I got there just before my first show. Yeah. I get there and I'm in the back, uh, in the back corner with Abby Rosenquist. And you walk in, yeah, because you have this. I've noticed you've got this uh, this innate ability to be where I'm at and know where I'm at when you get there. Like it's like it's almost like you just walk. You walk in and you walk right up to me. And I, I do. I mean, first of all, you can't. Nobody can mess your ass. Facts, because you're like six ten or whatever the fuck. Yeah, and. Uh, and it's gang fest, like we said on the, on my podcast. There's not many black folks. There so. were not very many black. No, folks. there was me, Aaron, and. Three other people. Yeah. Jamal Neighbors. Yeah, Jamal Neighbors, Dave, Dave Temple. That's it. No, okay. there was the other dude. It was the light skin dude with the glasses on. Oh, we don't count light skins. Okay, never mind. Then. Yeah, no. Then that's it. And then there were maybe, you know, three or four of the There was a handful people. of us there. There was a handful so of us I, there. So I walk in the box and you're in the corner with Abby. Mm-hmm. And I see you and I'm like, and you recognize me. No, 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 no. <laughs> it, t- it took a minute because as you were walking closer, uh... And you and I felt like you were coming towards me. I couldn't see your face, but I could tell by your clothes and the way you were walking. I go, oh, that's back. But in my mind, as I was like, oh, that's back. I was like, that nigga is dark. I can't see his face. Like <laughs> it's like it was. It's dark in this room, and then you're coming through. And it's like I can't see your face for shit. I just recognized you, but I couldn't see your face. And then Abby was like, is that back? Is it? Is that back? <laughs> and then like you're standing, literally, you know. Almost face to face. And she's like, back? Is that you? It's like, yeah, this, it's dark in here. <laughs> it, all you need, all you need is a cloud to go overhead. And back <laughs> is indistinguishable. <laughs> like Wesley Snipes looks at you and goes, damn, and it's dark. <laughs> yeah, I'm dark. I'm dark. <laughs> yeah, so darker than dark. So it was, it was, it was a struggle to well, find some lighting. We'll, we'll figure out, you know, how to, you know. I, I think I'd even suggested to you that you needed a light. Underneath you, shining up at your face when you walk the room. Yeah, and this motherfucker pulls out his phone and says, "Let's see what that does." Oh, we're, we're in the day, we're in the daytime. <laughs> we're in the daytime on the terrace. The sun didn't cooperate, but there was you know big shadow and shit. And then this fool goes, "What if I use the light from my phone and I, put it next to your face?" I I'm did, like, "It didn't do shit." I did legit pull out. We're my, in daytime. In the daytime, pull out my and flashlight. This fool, <laughs> ridiculous that is. Yeah. Now that now that I yeah, yeah that was dumb in retrospect but I was trying no, to be and, helpful and and inspect inspect just, and, and, yeah and that, inspect it was yeah in real time spec it was facts, stupid okay. yeah all right you know what I was trying to help I, I, I to, get to I, be I, honest I, to be honest I was more concerned with keeping my sexy voice than oh, than the lighting I was like stop making me talk because I only have a limited time of the I just woke up sexy voice. With that nice little it, growl to it. Look, when I when I put out and you kept referring to you your uh your lucky draws or some shit. I had the sheaths on. 
I had on some sheets. I had just put them on for the first time. And it was like, these are comfortable as hell. I had to, I had to, I had to fall back. And, and you were bit. sitting like a fucking Emperor Julius and like you're being, being fed grapes or some shit. I needed to be fed grapes. I'm very disappointed. Ain't nobody thin your ass I'm grapes. disappointed with the production of the feedback podcast that you didn't have bitches out there with grapes and big ass ostrich feathers. Well, excuse me. Did you spend all the money here on equipment? Because I don't see any bitches here serving me this anything. Is a, this is a classy show. <laughs> oh, because oh, mine is not. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I, I'm, I mean, you can't get the lighting right for yourself. I mean, this is a classy show here. I mean, look at this. Look, I, did, I, I do DIY. Oh, DIY. What's the word? D, do it yourself. DIY. DIY. Yeah, DIY. That, that, yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. I never use that word either. Yep. <laughs> clearly yeah I, don't, I clearly. do not I don't know how to spell I don't know acronyms um like just thinking back on Skankfest though uh off top shout out to uh Rebecca yep and Louis J Gomez um uh what's, yeah. Christine 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 Evans. Christine, yeah. Christine Evans uh man you guys knocked it out the park you guys knocked it out the park that was I've I've been to a few festivals and I bar, bar none this was my favorite festival this is I thought that not only was this probably the smoothest run, but also like the most beneficial. And I've been to some, you know, festivals that, you know, I was able to network and make some good connections across the country. But this mm -hmm. one right here, uh, this was something special. This is something special. And I mean, uh, on the on the Skankfest social networking, you know, uh, page they made on Facebook. Uh, I, I keep up with that. And I'm just looking at all the testimonials. Wait, there's a Facebook group? There's a Facebook group. Was Skankfest? Yeah. People are sharing their shit? And people are sharing their stories, and it's been nothing but incredible oh, stories. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I need to get on that, because I, I have a bunch of like, and footage pe and Yeah, stuff. people are dropping pictures in there and 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 sharing their stories and stuff. Mm -hmm. And everything I've seen is positive, super positive. Um, and as a performer, an artist there, like, my experience, uh, it, it was, it was, they outdid themselves. They, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? They over... Achieved. Yes, they did. They did even they, better. They than, exceed expectations. That's what it is. There you go. You're the one with the fucking I'm a phrases. Pro, I'm a project manager. This is some of the shit you say. Yeah, okay. I know that vocabulary. There you go. You, it, it exceeded. <laughs> I don't expectations. know DIY, but I know DIY, but that's oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it exceeded expectations, man. Um, and and we we talked about this on your show, but we had different experiences because uh, you were there as a fan and as a you know somebody with all access. So the way you saw the festival was a little bit different than the way I saw it, but it's great that we both came to the same conclusion that this shit was fantastic. You know what's weird is that I I did stop <clears throat> a lot of comics like on the street, even on like walking to the hotel or, or uh, to the venue, like on the street, and I would stop them just to you know just to say what's up, uh, and you know maybe snap a picture or something, right? Um, but there was no, I don't even say I'm a comic. Um, and the, nobody, well, Adrian Apolucci doesn't like pictures. But then we ended up standing on the, on the, at the light and just talking about the Austin scene mm -hmm. for like five minutes. And then next thing you know, Eleanor Kerrigan walks up and she had, uh, Tony Hinchliffe had introduced me like the day before. She remembered me. And she was like, hey, back, what's up? And I'm like, yeah, good to see you. And and there was no, nobody was pretentious. Nobody was not accessible. Everybody I didn't was see none dope. of that. Everybody. And, and, and I, I listened to um, another recap. Uh, and Ari Shafir had a quick recap. Uh, and then Paul Verzi had one that just came out yesterday from the, the Verzi Effect podcast. 
and he was talking about how um, people were stopping him and other comics all the time, just like I did, and going, hey, man, I didn't get to see you, you know, because I was at another show, but I'm definitely going to catch you later. I'm going to follow you on Instagram, or I'll come to your shows when you come to my city. Mm-hmm. It was It was all love all around. All love. All it- around. And the, again, and the fact that they were, everybody was just happy to be there. I think if, if, if it had been more, um, I don't want to, maybe corporate is too strong of a word, but it was very loose, mm-hmm. but yet very well organized. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and if, if the comics didn't have a good time, like if the comics didn't get to hang with each other, it would have sucked. Right. Because a lot of times, I mean, a lot of times, I mean, I only know Moon Tower really, but because you're in this lineup, so you have to stay within that area. I, I can speak to that because at the other festivals that I've done, uh, and I think we talked about this, they were at uh, the venues were at multiple different locations. They weren't all uh, together. Mm-hmm. So in order for you to hang, like if I was on a seven o'clock show at venue A and you were on a seven thirty show or an eight o'clock show at venue B, mm-hmm. well, that's two different lineups, right? We're separated from each other. If there's like a 10 minute drive to get from A to B, then drive, not even walk. Yeah. Drive. No, like, like when I was in Memphis, there were like three venues and they were on in different places in town in, in Columbus for whiskey bear. Uh, there were multiple venues, but they were around town at different places. So it was almost impossible for That's me to, whack, for man, me to be able to perf- drive. Yeah. To perform somewhere. It didn't catch an Uber or catch a ride or get, jump in a shuttle. Uh, like I mean, there were times where it was like, you got two shows in one day, one at this venue, one at that venue. So you would legit perform, get off stage, hop in a car, an Uber drive, whatever, 10 minutes to the next venue so that you can get on that second show. Right. Shit. And, th- and the beauty of Skankfest is that everything was in one location. There were five stages all in one location. So once you got to Skankfest, it was an enclosed area where apparently, um, the law didn't exist. And God damn it. You can drink outside. You can do everything everywhere. It was, and to be honest with you, we managed pretty goddamn well. So maybe we might need to loosen up some of these laws around here because we did pretty damn good for ourselves. Yeah, nothing happened. Considering like there was, there were no incidents really up to speak of, but um, the fact that everything was, once you got inside the fence, you were able to go see whatever show you wanted to. You can go watch within an hour. You can pop in, watch a little bit of this show. Go out, go to the next room, go check, catch a little bit of that show. And as an artist, we were able to pop in and out of shows so we can go watch Miss Pat in the box after her set, slide over to the warehouse, catch mm-hmm. a little bit of Kill Tony, then slide out to the tent and then watch the, the whatever's happening at the tent all within a matter of minutes. That way, it all you don't have to go anywhere. There's nowhere to go. There's, you've cut out all well, the bullshit and you're able to hang with the other comics, watch the other comics, actually. Uh, create an energy and a vibe to the place that's palpable that permeates throughout the entire uh, the entirety of the festival. Right, mm-hmm. it was a good vibe all the way around. It's not like oh, this theater uh, they're, they're doing a terrible job and it fuck. Oh, I gotta go do a show in that spot. Like that that's the worst spot to perform here. Right, you know. And then I gotta drive ten minutes back to go perform at this place that's actually you know pretty cool. Like there's none of that. Everything was uniform. So across. you know, the, you know, the first I got there on Thursday. On Thursday, only the tent and the box had shows. Okay. On Thursday. And then the next, because I remember when I, when I showed up, there was a long ass line to get your badge. 
And then I came, when I came on Friday, the line was even longer on Friday. And I was like, wait, all these people are supposed to fit in these two places? And I found out, oh, actually, there's the warehouse and there's the, the club mm -hmm. that now are open. So there was, you know, more room for more people. I mean, the, the thing sold out. Yeah. The whole festival sold out in no time. I mean, I bought my ticket. Actually, my girl bought my ticket. My ex-girl bought my ticket a year ago. And so they were still selling tickets up until, I don't know, like September, maybe October, they released a few. Mm. But I, at first I was, I was worried about, I didn't know how big the venue was. Um, and I was worried about being it, like, think of it like you're going to uh, like an ACL for comedy. Right. You know what I mean? Because... Yeah, it sells, it sells out, but you know how many people can be in one spot. Right. And at no time did I feel squished where I talked about the between, uh, getting stuck between the belly and hmm. two asses. But it, it didn't feel like claustrophobic. No. And shout out to the secret group, too, while we're giving shout outs. Like, they were a great host location. They did a good job. And like you said, it, was, it wasn't really, you, weren't, you never really felt uncomfortable. Yeah, I did it at first. And the box, maybe. Like, yeah, the box, because they had, yeah, they had 10, it's, 10 it's, chairs. and uh, It's exactly what it sounds around. like. It's a fucking box. And, like, when we went in there for Miss Pat, it was, it, hot. It was uh, like, you know, that place probably comfortably seats 25, maybe 30. Mm. And there was, like, 150 in there for Miss Pat. Yeah. Like, it was packed. Yeah, so, but outside of that, I mean, like, when during the, the roast of Luis J. Gomez, easily there's 1,000 people out there. Easily. Easily a thousand I mean, people. They made it of course, I mean, as a as a producer, you gotta make that the big highlight shows are gonna be, you know, where everybody wanna be. Like so the Rosa Lewis was one. There was the goddamn comedy jam mm -hmm. on Sunday. I didn't make it to that because I went out and got some African food. I, I was yeah. on a mission, I told you. Yeah. And I did accomplish that. And it was definitely worth it. But I've seen the dev, the um goddamn comedy jam. Shout out to Just Adam Meyer, Myers. Uh and even people was crowd surfing and all that good stuff. And, but at no point do you feel, I didn't see anybody just like stumble around. I didn't see anybody. I didn't see a fight. Everybody, every comic that I've heard talk about Skankfest leading up to Skankfest was like, oh shit, it's going to be a shit show. I mean, we're talking about Skanks here. You know, it's, it's going to get rowdy. Somebody going to OD. There's going to be fights. And then you're, you're out there all day and all night. So, you're not necessarily drinking water and you're, you know, and I was surprised. Actually, one thing that, that surprised me too is that it was easy to get to every single bar. Oh yeah. I'm like, are these people, are these people drinking at all? Like I did, I never had to wait more than two minutes to get a drink from the bar. I mean, you're an artist, so you're, you know, I, it was free for you. Actually, even when I had the badge, I still went to the bar and got my shit. Yeah, yeah, I still did. Well, you know, I'm not a big drinker anyway, so I was like, no, well, it's I not. It's not that I've got. I, I, I feel for people who work festivals or just bars in general. I was talking mm -hmm. to one girl, and she's like, "Yeah, you know, I'm working 14 hour shifts. You know, I'll, I'll be here till four in the morning and come back the next morning." So I was like, "You know what? Fuck it. I'll open a tab. I'll tip. I'll do all those things." But there was never a line at the bar. At, uh, in, in, in any of the rooms. Shout out to Jesse James, too. Jesse James was uh, bartending at Skank Fest and performing. So his oh. day, he, he was behind the bar all day. And 
whenever he got from behind the bar, it was to go perform mm-hmm. and then go back to bartending. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he's a bartender at Secret Group. So uh, shout out Jesse James, man. That dude was, he did, uh, I think, I saw him on, I think, two shows. He was on the Friday night um, show that shall not be named. And he okay, was, you can name it by now, and people know what it was. Well, okay, uh, so he was on he was on the roast show, the Friday naked, night. the naked roast. Yeah, I mean, you know, that, you said it, not me. Um, I wasn't there, and I I can say what it is. It was fantastic. Yeah, because you weren't there, so of course the people that weren't there are all like willy nilly. This thing happened. See, you gotta have some reverence. See, that's that shit right there. That's why. That's why you. Okay, first of all, you told me <laughs> told me about it when we, when we went off air yeah, on my did. podcast. Uh-huh. Yeah. So now it's knowledge for me too <laughs> that I can use at any time. Those oh, you just pull it roast. out your pocket. You yeah, just, there was a naked rose. You just going out there. Aaron Cheatham told me that there was. This <laughs> I don't even. I, I don't even have to like to say that you told me. That but was, now it's knowledge. It's, it's well, naked rose. But but I, I I get it because. They didn't want anybody to film. They don't, don't want nobody and, fucking. Of course, it up. of course, I, exactly. I don't. And it was because nope, to be honest, it didn't with happen, you, right? To, nobody it, did. It didn't happen. But if it were to happen, that that day at that time, it would have been a fantastic fucking experience. Like it was, it was a fantastic fucking experience. But uh, uh, Jesse James was in that roast, and he was also bartending. So he went from bartending to the stage, and then back to bartending. You got naked too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So um, you just got to see a lot of dicks. Congratulations, you made it inside. I, I didn't. <laughs> it's not the first time I've seen a lot of dicks. Okay, can you isolate that G? Because <laughs> can you isolate? Can you can you use no, that as a clip? Not because I I, I and I'm quoting here for my podcast. Something. He's working on yeah, something I, here. I'm, I'm gonna do a montage of every pause moment that <laughs> that Cheatham should have had on my show. He said, "I will drain Colton Dowling." That's not. That's, that's what you said. You said I will those, drain. Those words came out, but that's not. You're taking it out of context. That's the whole point. I know that, but it's. And then he said, "No." Before that, you said some around like, uh, "You saw traveling dicks." Was that the thing? Uh, traveling dicks. Yeah. Did I say so? I, yes. I say I say a lot of things. Okay, so I, what I'm saying is, you got to make a mon- gee, you got to make a montage of this motherfucker saying. <laughs> you said pause on last time. You didn't say shit this time. Because it, there was, I didn't feel that this was pause worthy. It was just a fact. Um, okay, you've seen a lot of dicks. I've seen, Good a, for you. I've seen you know. What, were you, were you furbly? <laughs> when you for saw them, them dicks? For them, yeah. For them, big, so they saw was, your dick too. No, right, no, 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 This is royalty over here, baby. Okay. So royal dick counts. Yeah, well, you know what? We, no, no, no. It's, it's, nobody's seen it. Okay. Ever in life. Nobody nobody has ever seen it ever in my life. That's why you have kids. All right. She didn't see it. (laughs) (laughs) That is not a compliment. You realize that, right? Hey, she didn't, you know what? She she don't need to feel, she felt it. She felt it? I hope. I hope. (laughs) Do you jerk off with Twizzlers into a bucket and then she had a turkey baster and she got, now you got kids? No, 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 no. There's no turkey baster, but I do eat Twizzlers while I do it. Ugh. (laughs) Fox man lives on. Uh, do you, <laughs> so for people that weren't there, um, what are some of your highlights? Because uh, I know for for when we did your show, Sunday hadn't happened yet for us. Yeah. Uh, we get there Sunday. One of my highlights is is uh, Dean Stanfield in, in boxing. And that whole boxing event. I, met, I actually missed it. You did? I did. Because we were together. We went to go get pizza. Yes. And then I went to go backstage with him to do the corner man stuff. And then, I, then you disappeared. Yes. Uh, I watched 
a bunch of fights. So Lewis as a pinata mm-hmm. was that day, I think. The day before. Was the day before? That was Saturday? Yeah. Fuck. So what? what oh, was it the uh, the girl fight? The girl fight. There was the girl fight. That girl fight on Saturday. No, Sunday. Sunday, excuse me. That girl fight Sunday. Hats off to them because those chicks wow, they went, went out to war. And then and then they just made it worse when they were like, uh, after two rounds, like, it's a draw. So I tell you what, we're going to put one minute on the clock. And whoever wins, I got $500 for you. And it's like those two chicks went from tired to bitch. That's Christmas money. I, I, and they I, were fighting. I wonder if they like each other. When I was watching the fight, I was like, okay, does Kim Condon actually like Ellie? What's her name? Allie. McEv- I can't say her name. McFarren? No. Mecca. Makovsky? Fuck. Anyways, a- anyways. 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 Ali and Kim went at it. And uh, I think I th- think that they, they, one, they're not fighters. And two, I think there might have been a little like there. But with those other two chicks, they didn't know each other. Oh, the one that got the nosebleed? Yes. That's the, the fight. Uh, that's the fight I'm oh, talking, talking about. talking about the comics, too. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm yeah. not worried about the comics. That was a No, joke. no. Those, those two girls. Those two chicks, when we got there, man. where the chick's nose was busted. Yes. I got a picture of her. She had blood coming down her face. And it was like, they dusted off. One minute left on the clock and then go. And they were just throwing haymakers. They were throwing haymakers. And then they both, congratulations, they both got 500 bucks after that. Oh, that's right. They put up the money. Yeah, they, they put up the money. Lewis to put up, I was like, motherfucker, it's your show. Yes. <laughs> they got Lewis to, to pay for it. But yeah, they both got 500 bucks, but they went to war. Then that um, there was that old guy uh, who boxed the shit out of that uh, gas pump. Is that what they call them? Gas pipe? Steampunks? A punk kid. It was a punk. Rocker. I didn't kid that one. I didn't uh, see that one. Gee, what's it called? Is it steampunk? Steampunk is like a... Yeah. Did yeah. he have a costume on? No, no, no. But he was that type of dude. He looked like if he wasn't if he wasn't boxing, that he would have a, what do you call the people that have um like the the uh, uh with the chain to their wallet and they got like multicolored pants, like red and black checker pants and shit looking oh, uh, Yeah. Are you them Skankers. There you go. Ska kid. He was a, he was a ska dude. Like, oh. From what I could tell. Uh, or at least in a previous, he was either a sky kid or he's a juggalo in a previous life. Uh, <laughs> but that old dude just, he reminded me of John Stockton. He just fundamentally beat this dude down. There was no excess fat on any of his fight. He was, it was like, this dude's for real. And the guy was all loose and stuff till he started getting stuck in the jaw by this old, I mean, the dude, he was like legit 20 years older than him. It was oh. like this old white dude. I'm talking about gray hair. He looked like, an old white dude, which means he was probably 45. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he looked like he had been through it. It was uh, just uh, somebody. No, I, don't, I don't know who he was. I think I might have got a picture of him. Okay. But uh, and he, he was just this old dude and he had the fundamentals down. You could tell he knew how to fucking throw hands. And I, he looked like a pugilist. Okay. Like <laughs> he wasn't a boxer. This dude was a uh, 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 practitioner of the pugilistic arts. Did you see? The one fat black guy who went in the ring. Yeah, Cordell White. Oh, that's his name? Yeah. Is it a comic? He is in Houston. I know that because he was on the show. Um, oh, that, man, I felt bad for him. Man, you know what? He was he, he was, was holding it down he for was a old, minute he and got then he got tired. He got gassed. He got tired and then he just kept taking him. Uh, 
I bet you if he'd have loosened up them tight ass twists in his hair, he might have had a little bit more energy. <laughs> <laughs> All that blood flowing to his face for the tight ass uh, twist he had. Um, but yeah, no, that he was throwing hands. But I got to give it up to Dean. That was one of my favorite things because Dean took the fight on short notice. He found out about it Saturday afternoon. Uh-huh. And I was at uh, their Airbnb when he found out. And he came in and he's like, hey, guys, I'm fighting tomorrow. And then they showed him who he showed us who he was fighting. And I think Lucky was like, oh, dude. That guy knocks people out. And Dean was like, nah. And he's like, no, for real. He's done this like four times at other festivals and he's knocked out like three or four comics. So how did Dean do? So Dean was like, well, fuck. So then, uh, so then we started working with him. It was, uh, what's my man's name? James. I saw him uh, two nights ago at, uh, at the Creek in the Cave from uh, White Guy Bald Beard. Shit, that's a lot of them. That, is, <laughs> that does not help. That does oh, not help uh, at all. Kerrigan. Not, it's not James Kerrigan. It was, I know uh, James Kerrigan. That's not him. Not James Kerrigan. He's not bald. Um, oh, man, this is terrible. I'm told you I'm terrible with names. His last name begins with a C. Car- Cardron or Cargan. Anyways. All right, some dude named James. Some white dude. Some white guy that, that used to be a Golden Gloves boxer. Okay. Uh, so he started working on Dean. You know, we came up with the game plan. I kind of mimicked the guy throwing wild. And Dean was working. And we had a game plan going into it. And then when we got there and we're backstage with him, you know, as his cornerman, we're going over the plan that we came up with, like, to not get knocked the fuck out. Yeah. You know, the plan was, if he's going to throw wild, he's going to throw hard, let him punch himself out. Just play defense, rope a dope him, second round, go out there and kill him. That was the plan. <laughs> That's the plan. That was the plan. <laughs> the, pl- the, the plan should be, hey, just... Don't get punched. That was play defense. Try not to get hurt. Like don't just, get punched. Just don't you know, get into details. We don't, were. How about just? No, you gotta have. You gotta don't you gotta, get hurt. You gotta no. <laughs> when you're going in, when you're stepping in the ring, you gotta have those finer details. Those things. Those thoughts in your head. If you go out and say, "Don't get hurt," okay, he's gonna get knocked the fuck out because he doesn't know. What like, he's doing. Is, is it playing for your next basketball game? Score. Yeah, that's <laughs> terrible advice. So we had we had we had a game plan. We had a game plan. So then we were going through it with them. And then we walk around to the other side of the ring. Then we get up on the apron. We get him in there. And then it's like, you weren't, you weren't there. So it started, Dean got off to a bad start because he had his robe on. You saw that uh, American, yeah, the American robe looking, yeah, American like, uh, looking like Creed. Like white fucking like white Creed. redneck. <laughs> redneck Creed. He was looking like white Creed. That's, yeah. his, that's Dean, that's your new nickname. You're welcome. White, white Creed. Creed. Uh, he's looking like white Creed. Out there bopping and stuff, looking like Apollo. I'm out there like James Brown, living in America. <laughs> it was a thing. It was a thing. And uh, they get the gloves on. More like Don King, but good. And then he couldn't get his robe off because he had the gloves on. Oh, idiot! Yeah. So <laughs> on on the in the ring in the ring, but they're trying to start the fight and he can't get his robe off. So like we're trying to pull the the robe over his gloves and it's like his. Gloves are stuck in the robe, and we're like, and he's like yanking as hard as he can. So he he already wasted a lot of energy just trying to get his and like the other dude standing across the ring, and the refs look looking at him, and like the like, thing started. Yeah, like they're waiting to ring the bell, and this motherfucker, one second, please, <laughs> trying to get his hand out. <laughs> and so then that's when they started calling us the Goon Squad on the pay per view because <laughs> the Goon Squad or the Goof Squad, whatever it was, because they're you know not even Coon Squad because no, you're there. No negative, negative. It's, <laughs> they're. Come on, only you would do that. Fucking, of course, that's what I'm here for. So um, then it starts, and the plan went to shit real fast. Because <laughs> Dean was like, we're like, remember the plan, remember the plan. He's like, all right. And he goes in there, and he had the plan in his mind, and then he got punched in the face. And then the plan went to shit. <laughs> everybody, you know, he says that? Everybody's got a plan until they get, Mike Tyson. They get punched Mike, in the face. Everybody's Mike Tyson. got a plan until you get punched in the face. Yep. Yeah, we had a plan until Dean got punched in the face, and then he was like, fuck the plan. Like... <laughs> 
Right, started wailing? What did he do? No, he tried to survive because he's like, <laughs> that dude hit him a lot harder than he expected to get hit. And then it was like, then it, like he had a real rocky moment. Like legit Dean Stanfield sat right there, played Telestrations, Fox Man, in the corner, balled up, and this dude is letting him go, letting him go. And the ref was just about to stop it. And then all of a sudden, Dean got that white Creed energy. His inner Rocky came out. I don't know what happened, but Dean found a jab. He, he, he found a jab. He, Dean found a jab. I don't know if he knew he could jab like he had that. A, he had a flashback to a, like an pre- anime. <laughs> to a previous life. Yeah. Next thing you know, Dean like popped up and he got him with one good solid jab. Back the dude up. Next thing you know, Dean is marching this dude across the ring. Jabbing him, throwing him straight, jabbing straight, going to the body. Then homie starts swinging back, and now Dean's having for a, Trump. And <laughs> at this point, Dean is firing up, and he's mm-hmm. fighting like Rocky across the ring. Not, uh-huh. I'm not making this up. The crowd's hyped up. I look over, and I'm like, Dean, Dean, Dean. And then the crowd starts chanting Dean's name. You know how they love chants, right? I know I, they, they love chants. They love chants. And, and you know I love starting chants. I am a chant master. You know how many people I saw started start chanting and didn't work? It worked that day, goddammit. Yeah, and they, it- they were chanting for motherfucking Dean with all his mullet glory. That mullet was hanging out the back of the headgear and everything. Dean fought his ass off. And at the end of that round, he stood tall, tired, and said, I'm done. So Dean, oh, he didn't want to do it? He didn't want to go. Round? He didn't want to go to the second round. He had nothing left in the tank. He was done. He was done. So who was the clear winner? Uh, well, uh, old boy won. Jordan oh. won. Uh, but Dean got everybody's respect after that. I mean, it was one of those, everybody thought Dean was, especially after we just saw this old guy beat the shit out this ska kid, this skanker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it looked like it was about to be another one of those. but. That red, that redneck in him wouldn't let him down. Congrats, was, Dean. You didn't get slaughtered. Yo, Dean's knee said no, and his mullet said, bitch, please, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> he got mullet power. Yo, his, his mullet said, put your hair up and square up. Let's go. <laughs> Dean went for it, man. Yo, Dean was, it was legit. That was one of my favorite moments of the weekend. Uh, being like, and being in his corner and, and like feeling that firsthand. Uh, dude, that was a moment. That was a moment for me. Like, Legit, one of my favorite moments. Where was of the I? Weekend. I went to the box. I went to the box. I went back to the box. You went back to the box. You what? You we rushed to get back. I was like, I had to get back for the fight. And you were like, Yeah, I'm gonna go to the box. Yeah, because I wanted to see. I felt like I saw a lot of comics within the first two days, so Thursday and Friday. I saw maybe like I don't know twenty twenty five comics in two days. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday, I kind of goofed off a little bit because we were hanging out with those two. You were hanging out with those two. I disappeared. Yeah, yeah. You just I darkwing ducked it out. Yeah, of there. you just smoke bone Cheatham. Boom, and, gone. And, Where Cheatham go and out? Then, and then Mosey comes back. Um, <laughs> I'll call you Mosey because you're just moseying around. I was. I was <laughs> enjoying just myself. Just around, just pop out of nowhere. I, Here I am. Yeah, th- you know what? If you ever want to know how how Cheatham uh, handles being fucked up for three days straight, you weren't fucked up. Uh, after my shows, I got fu- after I was done performing, I would get fucked up on Twizzlers because I don't. What <laughs> 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 you get? Honestly, yes, my diabetes was kicking in. I got a sugar high. My fucking blood sugar level was real high. <laughs> Your foot was hurting. No, but I, you didn't appear drunk at at all. If you look at the pictures I took, I put them on, on my Instagram. My eyes are closed in every single one yeah, of them. Yeah, you look like Buddha. Yes, I in seriously every, was. I'm yeah. like my eyelids are heavy. And everybody that I talked to, I had to preface, I had to put a disclaimer and say, hey, I'm a little high, but let's take this picture. <laughs> I'm a little high. <laughs> but let's I take might this be picture. out of line here. 
Yeah, because I mean, I would run into people, even Rebecca was like, back, how you doing? I'm like, I'm a little high. Can we take a, congratulations, by the way. This is awesome. Can we take a picture? Cool. I got to go. I'm a little high. Oh, that was me the whole time. I was, uh, I, I, I have a good poker face, and I was, I was. You do, you just fucking glide and. Yeah, man, I was just, I was a free spirit. Goddamn it, I was just out there. <laughs> He's going through walls. Shit. I really was. I didn't know I could do that until that's how high I was that I literally walked through walls. Uh, not, dr- I wasn't drinking a lot because I had to drive back to my spot. Yeah, but definitely it was like the the freedom and liberty we had to do whatever wherever. Um, uh, yeah, like in the green rooms, like shit was going down. So I was, uh, I was definitely. Yeah, I think I hung out more in the green room that Saturday. You, def- you definitely were in the green room a lot Saturday. Yeah, so I was like Sunday. I want to see more comedy. People I haven't seen yet, mm-hmm. or I want to see. I'm always curious about uh how comics change their sets depending on who on the audience, mm-hmm. on the time, or, or even how they feel. So. I got to see, so Sunday I went to the box and I saw Paul Verzi do a set again. And I, I pick up on little things that he changed because it was in the box. It was during the day. Mm-hmm. It was like a, um, I've got a two o'clock or whatever. And I'm always curious about that. So uh, in an effort to kind of study, I was like, I want to see more comics on the last day. You know, um, like in my head going there, before the festival, I had an idea of what I wanted to do mm-hmm. um, on stage. Right. And then once I got there, it like that went, I think that plan went out the window. I am in my mind. I had an idea of what material I wanted to do. I'll do this on this day. I'll do this on this day. And then like right before that first show at the box, I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm about to do. Like, so you didn't freeze though. No, nah, uh, no, I'm, I'm solid. Yeah, and uh, professional. So, I went up there and I just, I, I did whatever I want. I did that set. And then I was like, well, I'm not going to do that material again the rest of the weekend. Then it was like, bullshit. Yes, I am. Yes, the fuck I Actually, am. Actually, yeah, I saw that a lot. Yeah. Like, I, I saw comics ask, reckon, either recognize people in the audience or even say, all right, if you saw me yesterday, I'm going to do something different. That's like, so when I did my first festival in Paris, Texas, uh, four shows, I did a different set for each one. Because I was like, oh, shit, these people saw me perform yesterday at this spot. And the day before that, they saw me perform at this spot. So Mm -hmm. I didn't want to do the same thing over and over again. Um, But it was a smaller festival. So, uh, but at this one, it was like, fuck it, man. Like, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to have fun. Um, I got into the, to the, the spirit of the festival so much. that was like, I I stopped caring more about whatever point I might've wanted to prove or whatever. Like, I'm going to, even if it's like the points to myself, like I'm challenging myself to do this, this, and this. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, that's not that's not realistic for what this is. Let's just have fun. So I I I opted oh, for let's have fun. I did see uh I'll give a special shout out because on Sunday night, uh Lucas McCurry came to came to Houston. Mm-hmm. So Lucas and Fuzzy drove down and I saw him in the box. I saw him like literally right like he was going after, I forgot who was going after, but he was about to go on. And I'm like, holy shit, you're here. And he goes, yeah, I, I, they called me last minute and just hopped in the car, drove down here, and I'm about to get on after this after this guy. And I'm like, congratulations, man. That is dope. If you can kill here, you'll be fine. And he fucking killed. Nice. He fucking killed in the box. Like, one of the last shows. Um, and who, who else did I try to think who else I, I ran into that day? I don't remember. Um. 
another another favorite moment of mine is uh I guess so like I think everybody had a show that people like remembered them from. Yeah. It's like, oh, like like people be like, oh, I saw you here, I saw you there. Um for me, it was it was, oh, you're the dude from the wheelhouse. You killed it. Oh, that's right. When you did the worm. Yeah. Uh I I haven't done the worm. <laughs> you know what? So when you told me that, I'm like, is is that a joke you have now? You no. the worm? No, 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 no. I did the worm <laughs> on stage. You pick, you pick not the easy easy move to do while telling jokes. That's you know. Yeah. Um, but that was like so um Sam Tripoli was on that show. Mm-hmm. Uh and of course Dean was on there with me. Uh and it was just cool. Like it's one of those, it's uh it's it's uh one of the gimmick shows or whatever where you spin a wheel. For those of y'all that don't know, it's a show they do at um Creek. The secret group. Oh, you don't do that Creek? I thought no, you had something similar Creek. That's a that's a secret group show oh, um, okay. that that Dusty Rhodes runs. And uh they have a wheel, you spin it, and then you pull the rule off wherever it lands, and then that's what you have to do during your set. Uh so like uh, somebody got the crowd gets nerf guns and bullets and they shoot at you during your set. Then there was a uh, sit on balloons and pop them. Uh, there was turn your back to the crowd and, and Oh, and wow. Do it. This is so, interesting. Yeah. And uh, so I don't remember the girl's name that was on the show. She ended up winning, but everybody easily says she had the, 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 the best rules. Cause her first rule was uh, if the crowd will just uh, applaud loudly and, and crazily for you, no matter what, at every punchline. So oh, that's a like, booster. Yeah. <laughs> and then her next one was turn your back to the audience and perform. Uh-huh. And it was like, oh, that's what you got? Because I had to fucking dance for four minutes. But nobody asked you to do the worm. Yes, they did. They yelled, do the worm. Oh, shit. Okay. Because I was doing the electric slide. And it's really hard to do the electric slide and try to like keep the beat and tell jokes at the same time. And then I just kind of ended up like stepping in a circle for and then uh somebody's like, do the worm. It's like, fuck it, here we go. Let's just lean into it. So I did the worm. Uh, I think I did the cabbage patch. Uh, and then afterwards, after it was all over and done with, it's like, oh, I probably could have just did the robot for four minutes. And that would have been. They would have gotten bored with the robot. Probably after, so. After five seconds. Yeah, but I, I hit him with a little butterfly. I gave him a little Tootsie Roll. Uh, out of breath by the end. Did, did you do the getting jiggy with it by any chance? Because <laughs> you're a Will Smith fan. No, I did you not. Could have done that. You could have nailed that one. The oh, yeah. entire set doing the jiggy with it. Probably. I ended up having, I had to brush a guy's hair. Uh, what? Yeah, I had to brush a guy's hair while telling jokes. Can you isolate this one too? It happened. <laughs> but it's, they've got a video of it. Um, but no, that was, you know, that was a dope experience. And, uh, and I had never met Dusty before. Okay. So it was cool to meet her, make that connection and shit. Uh, and it was like, I think that was, probably the most packed show I had. And it, you know, uh, I mean, nothing, nothing, nothing was like kill Tony or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. the roast shows, the roast shows and kill Tony oh. were out, out of this world. Um, the Legion of Skanks too. I didn't go to any Legion of Skanks taping. I know they had two. I think they had two of them. Packed, but they were packed. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, Brett Ernst, shout out to that dude. Oh yeah. 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 Like Brett Ernst, like that dude was amazing all weekend. I love Brett. <laughs> I love Brett. Like he's the best. I love that dude. Like <laughs> funny. What? Like he he has this uh uh how can I put this? When he tell he, he tells great stories, mm-hmm. but it, it's like the the quintessential Italian attitude. And I've seen him and Verzi go at it at lunch, and it's exactly that. Like they fought over so the bill came up and I was like, uh and Verzi's like, oh, I'll take care of it. 
and Paul and uh, Brad was like, no, no, I got this. And I'm like, you just split it three ways. And he goes, no, you don't understand. This is going to be a, an issue between me and Paul as two Italian guys. Like, oh, shit, how much did you tip? And they started looking at <laughs> the check. How much did you put? Oh, fuck. And then they, they would, uh, one of them would put more just to like, they're trying to outdo each other all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's like that in real life. He's really like that in real life. And I, I appreciate him for, him, for it. And a uh, really interesting guy, good to talk to. When you, when you pick his brain about comedy, it's actually pretty enlightening. And it's been in, it's been in there for, you know, for a long time. He's almost 50. Doesn't look it. Brad? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. No, that was, and that was the cool thing was that we got to really, it was like a master class at, at times at that place, you know, being able to watch some of these people that are at the top of the game work. And it's one thing to watch them work on TV, but it's another thing to like be in the room and feel the energy mm-hmm. and, and see them make adjustments on the fly and all that. Uh, like I, like I told you, after watching Miss Pat in the box, it was like, oh, I learned a few things today. Mm-hmm. You know, and there was, there were several moments like that of watching people work and having the access to be able to see these people work that, you know, Skankfest gave us access to watch a lot of greats, to watch Stanhope perform. Like, uh, you know, watching Stanhope in the box was dope. Watching, um, uh, God dang it, uh, Brian Holtzman. Watching, oh. watching Holtzman work in the tent and then watching him work in the box. Yeah. Just, watch, you know, seeing, seeing that up close and feeling it, more importantly for me, feeling it, what it feels like to be in a room with I mean, they're doing this and, and the energy that they create and whatnot. That was an experience that like money can't buy that money can't can, buy you that education. Can you imagine if you had to like how much it would cost to see all these comics individually? A lot. I mean, this is hundreds of dollars just to see them individually and to travel to go see them. Yeah, or- exactly. And now you get them all in one spot. It was dope. If you, if, if there was anything that uh that could have been better, was there anything that you thought could have been better? Because mm. we we both agree it was great, it was amazing. Uh, but is there anything you think they could have improved on? I think if they had like, especially the, if if they had the venue, it would have been nice to have somewhat of a, they have someone that after party mm-hmm. in the that first room when you get your where you get your badge, yeah. Uh, but like an official one, because they did karaoke at some uh, the first night on Thursday. There was a karaoke oh, in the sure. club. Yeah, uh, you know they had the uh, goddamn comedy jam. Um, but one thing that I liked about Moon Tower is that uh, two years in a row they actually had a party with an actual DJ. DJ Mel did it. Uh, that actual DJ. So you're and it was like in a big big space. And then you just stand in there and then, oh, look, there's Salmonage. So, here, there's, hey, there's Big J over here just kicking it. Um, but, I mean, I, I get it to start at, you know, at noon. And then they go till, I, I don't know what the two. last show was. Did it end at two? Yeah, because the last box show was started at midnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then that would run till about two. Yeah. Um, other than that, man, that's that's tough call. Tough call to see what. The, the, everything was so great, but, like, um. So you so you would like a party, yeah, or like maybe like another room that was more of a hang spot. Yeah, but I think that's what that first room was a yeah. little bit. But you wouldn't see comics during the day because they're just hopping around between the different different spots. Uh, I don't know. Oh, did you? Oh, did you catch the the cover band? 
Yeah, on Friday night. Is it Friday night? Yeah. 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 Like I thought that was cool. Yeah, no, that was dope. The, they had, they had the a mosh pit going. The dude's was name was surfing. Future. What's his name, Future? Yeah, the the name of the 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 lead singer. His name was Future. I did not know that. Yeah, and we kept make, making fun of him because we're like, okay, you're white Future, and your song is Winnie Winnie Ride. Remember that? Mm-mm. Oh, you were hot. You were fucked up because <laughs> we kept singing it. It was stuck in my head all night because I was up front with uh, Karen and and Megan. Yeah, and uh, who else was? Alexis was with us too. And uh, he had the song, Winnie, 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 Winnie. I wasn't ride. there for that. I was not there yeah. for that. And I was like, this is going to be stuck in my head all night. So the, was, for the rest of the night, that's all we sang. And I'm like, and this dude's name is Future. This, never, this middle-aged white dude who wears a wig and wants to look like Axl Rose. His name is Future. And I'm like, you know, Future is already, this, this, we already have a He future. got a baby with Sierra. Uh, yeah, but it's not that dude. But I, the, I bet he wishes. The, but, but anyway, I, I like the music, the the music aspect. I would have liked to have an actual a DJ. Would have been dope. Because I saw I, one night, uh, I think it was I think it was Saturday night, where no, it was Sunday. I was actually they were playing hip hop in the in the main room. Mm-hmm. The that first room when you come in, and I was and they were playing like you know Dirty South shit and a bunch of white people. They're saying Dirty South shit. Hmm. And I'm like, where? And, oh, one one girl uh, danced with her titties out. Where the fuck was I? I don't know. Mosey in somewhere. <laughs> looking at dicks? No, no, no. Yeah, looking at dicks, yeah. I slayed that one too. Stop it! Uh, <laughs> no, but so we're in this in that, that one room, and it's it's me, uh, Brett's in there, Corinne Fisher's in there with uh, her boyfriend, Dylan, and we're, they're playing hip-hop. And I was uh, um, at one point, because it's mostly dudes at the festival. Tons of dudes. And, and I'm like, okay, they're playing hip hop. The girl's going to dance to hip hop. And next thing you know, these three chicks start like, you know, do the train thing. One in the front, one in the back, one bends over. And then okay. and at one point, one of them just took her shirt off and she had her titties out and started dancing. Oh, that was Saturday night. That was Saturday night. Because the next day, I came back to that room after I saw you mm-hmm. when I was getting out of the hotel. I went back there and the guy walked up to me and he goes, hey, you remember that girl with the titties last night? <laughs> Such a fucking dude thing. I know. It was like, I had, and it showed it to me on his phone. He's like, yeah, I got it on my phone. Did, you, did, did he send you a copy? No, no, no. No? No. Okay. No. I was there. Okay. All needs a memory. I'm good. No, oh, lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it'd be nice if they had a place where we could have like, you know, formally made our blood oaths to the Illuminati. That'd have been cool. Um, but outside of that, I mean, a DJ, a DJ would have definitely helped out that front. Yeah. Cause it, it's very like live music oriented with the, you know, goddamn comedy jam. Yeah. And no, if we, if they would have had, if they, if they would have booked the DJ for the whole weekend and just had like a DJ or a rotating cycle of DJs in that room, just mixing all day. Not all day, but just like. From like seven on. Yeah. Yeah. At night. Because. It gets towards the end of the the, the day. Um, there's only really maybe two things going on at once, mm-hmm. right? It's usually in the bigger areas like the tents and the tent in the club or the warehouse. Or the warehouse, sorry. And so, I think that if there was that option, or where, hey, I just because honestly, I was craving hip hop at one point. You were. I really was. I was like, this is great. This is rock and roll. I get it. This is punk. This is this is fine. Great ska. Yeah, but I need, I was like, I need some hip-hop. And so that's why, you know, at the end of the night, I just started playing that. Uh, I mean, they, they played Gravel Pit. Did they? 
Yeah. I told, who did I tell? I told uh, Karen when you were trying to get the Wu-Tang thing going. I sent him the video. And I and I said to her, uh, she asked, like, do they have a song they can, you can dance to? I said, Gravel Pit will probably be the, the closest thing you can get to one and of those. And I took a video of that. Yeah. And I sent it to both of them, like, this is Wu-Tang. Gravel Pit. Yeah. And, and then they played it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. You got any other final thoughts about um, Skankfest? Um, I would say are going to get like. Would you recommend it for anybody like that's going that might want to go in the future, like next year? Yeah, I I said definitely, but I I think this is another level of comedy fandom. Mm. And if you're just a casual, I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't want to because I, I, I kind of want to. Everybody there was like a hardcore comedy fan. Yes, they were they were. I don't. I don't. Fans I, of comedy. Yeah, the they're not casual fans. These are motherfuckers who know comedy. And like I said on 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 my podcast, they they talk about it. They mm-hmm. know the the comics. They follow them. They listen to the podcast. They do they all, know of that. all the yes. background. They know all the references. There was some podcasts of some dudes that I had no idea who they were, but it was funny as shit. And next thing you know, like on the podcast, it's those I forgot their names. And then there's Robert Kelly and there's Luis J Gomez, and mm-hmm. you're like, okay, I know these guys are funny. So these guys got to be funny if they're on the same podcast. Right, right, right. So now I'm gonna go check it out. Um. I would say if you're if you're a casual comedy fan, come. Uh, look, listen, listen to Legion of Skanks first. We want your money. Come. No, because it, it will give you an idea of what kind of audience you're going to get. I mean, we've talked about it a lot here already. Um, you're gonna be blown away. I, I would, I would go a step further. I'd say come, regardless. If you're, if you. Enjoy comedy at all. Keep it to the purest, man. If, if you enjoy comedy at all, who doesn't? This, this is an opportunity. This like a casual person will, can come to Skankfest and become a fan and become a sure. fan. And it's that type of event where once you get there, like it, it, it will. You will. You can't leave there and not be a fan of of something. I, I agree with that. What we're, we're talking about last time is the. There's no big font, small font type shit like huh. you see on most festivals. Even music festivals. Mm-hmm. Look at ACL. You go see the big font motherfuckers. Yeah. There's no big font here. Everybody's on the same level. Mm-hmm. So you can't... It, and they booked comics that think that way. They didn't bring anybody in that was big timing. No, you know? And there, so. there were names there. Gilbert Godfrey, Bob Saget, Miss Pat. I didn't catch Bob Saget. He's coming uh, to Austin next uh, month, actually. They, they had all these names and nobody was big. Stan Hope. Nobody was big timing. Stanhope. <laughs> I don't think nobody, Stan nobody was big timing. I don't think was Stanhope. You have a thing with Stanhope? No. Oh fuck! You want to isolate that shit too? No, ain't nobody. You're All the right, only good. one isolating stuff. All right, good. So, uh, Doug, I kept running into him. Mm-hmm. By the way, he's so approachable, mm-hmm. and Bingo is dope and crazy at the same time. His wife, um, and every time I'd see him, I'd be like, "I'm buying you a drink." Because these motherfuckers can drink. Bingo yeah. and Stan Hope can fucking drink. And I, and so every time I'd see him, he'd recognize me, and I'd be like, all right, let's go. I'll buy you a drink. And he's like, no, you don't have to do that. I'm like, no, no, I am. I do. I don't have to. I want to. Just yeah. let, let me do that. I'm buying a drink to the great, for the great Doug Stan Hope. It means a lot to me. Yeah. It really does. So um, very nicest guy. Mm-hmm. Nicest guy. He was getting like face painting with the dick on yep. and- yeah, so so nice. Uh, Doug, Doug is a great He knows dude. how to party, too. This motherfucker knows how to party. Yeah, and he knows how to pace it. Yeah, that too. 
God damn it. Um, all in all, though, I mean, you can't you can't say nothing bad. No, there's nobody's big time. And there wasn't, I can't, I there wasn't can't. an ego thing really going on, at least not, you know, overtly. Uh, it was very welcoming, not only to the artists, but to the fans as well. And if you if you have the opportunity to go to Skankfest, I highly recommend you do it. Um, I, f- I have an idea of where it's going to be next year. And um, back in New York, right? I have an idea of where it's going to be next year. Um, but <laughs> if you have the chance to get there. Did you get the goodie bag? Yeah. Did you get the weed in it? I'm not incriminating myself on this mother. You can <laughs> come on my show and try to get me to incriminate myself on a bunch of bullshit. Uh, so the, the reason why I asked is, is that Paul talked about it on this show. Oh, did he? Yeah. He said he, got, he went to the airport and he forgot that he had the thing. And so uh, the, the guy at TSA found it but didn't say anything. Oh, you let him hold it? Yeah. It was not a lot. It was a nice little nugget. Yeah, I got my I haven't I haven't done it yet. Um I'm, <laughs> I, I didn't I, I didn't inhale. I have not consumed. Uh but no, yeah, I got that. That was no like the, the bags were dope. The bags fucking like the flask. I got the you had a choice between a flask or a belt buckle. I went uh-huh. with the flask. Uh and it was it's a dope ass flask. You got a yearbook. Uh, oh, is it a picture of the previous one? Of yeah. everybody mm-hmm. this year? Everybody this year, but it has pictures from previous ones. Oh, that's and a good like idea. And then it's like everybody's picture that was in it this year. Okay. Uh, there's like a spot for autographs and stuff in there. Uh, so you could have had people autographing your yearbook and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was in there? Some rolling papers. It says Skankfest. Yeah. Uh, a lighter. An ink pen. Did you buy any gear? Any Skankfest gear? No, I was trying to find where the freaking hoodies and stuff were at, and I couldn't find in it. 10th, I think. I never buy about a ring. Yeah, well, I didn't get any. Um, but so I got them pod merch. I, I, I got my um, I got my uh, caricature drawn and shit. Like it's legit. Oh, really? You did that? I did that. That that was the thing that I out? did. It came out very well. I have you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good for you. Yeah. Uh, but no, if you get, if you have a chance to get there, do it. Do it. Do it. I say yeah. I said yeah. Okay. I can't think of anything bad, honestly. Nothing bad, and it was well run. And it was a great time. And you, for the price of the tickets, I mean, come on. Like Back said, you're going to see so many talented people um, be in such a dope atmosphere. It's worth it. It's 100% worth it. Uh, I mean, if, if I wasn't performing and I had the chance to go, I would go. Uh, but it's, it's dope. I can't wait to go back next year. And uh, Are you going next year for sure as a performer? I don't know. I mean, but either uh, way, either way, either way. Yeah, I would I'm, too. I would I fly. Mean, I would fly. Honestly, but, but, I would fly and go. Listen here. If the option's available for me to do it again next year, uh, then I will. And, and if it doesn't, you'd go anyway. I'll do my best. Yeah, I'll do my best. Like I'll definitively, I'll definitely be there if I'm performing. Well, um, yeah, please. But uh, I mean, not, not please, but yeah, you, you got to. But yeah, no, it's worth it. It was, it's worth it. And I think next year's is going to be. It's going to take it to another level. Next year's going to take it, it to it, the. It's going to. You already know something. Like you don't have to tell him to say what, what I'm saying is what I'm saying is like I think this year was the preamble. Like this is that one where everybody, you know, the big party that's coming back and that energy, it has nowhere to go but up, right? So the next one, the next one, if you hadn't heard of Skankfest before this year, after Skankfest 2022, I think Skankfest is gonna be a much more well known. Like to uh, compete festival. with Just for Laughs and all the other guys. Maybe not Just for Laughs, but it's gonna, it's, it's gonna be one of those those uh, festivals that are highly sought after because of how good of a festival it is yeah. and how well it's run. It's gonna be one that artists want to be at and fans want to be at all the same. But do you do you see any 
Because usually at festival like Moon Tower, for example, you know, there's people from there's agents, mm-hmm. there's people from networks. There's you know, it's it's a corporate thing. If you're asking me if I saw any, you already know the answer to that question. Yeah, you didn't because you I, didn't don't, know I don't. I don't who know. The fuck was in the room. <laughs> it, uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a dumb question on my part. But yeah, but yeah, but yeah. but this that's the thing. Like there was from what I heard from comics talking, they were like, this was not. I mean, maybe it will turn that way. If it, I mean, it, like you said, it can only go up from from here. Uh, I honestly think that this is the perfect size. Mm-hmm. If this gets bigger in terms of just like Moon Tower started as a small thing, and now they're going to turn into a ten day festival in April twenty twenty two. Um, because they partner with, hope, just for laughing Moon Tower. I hope they together. don't go to that. I hope they don't. No, no, no. But so that's that's the thing. It's like it it it's it's fine until you know it gets so big that it becomes too. It'll uh, eat itself. It'll consume like, itself. Yeah, too regimented. Too oh oh now Comedy Central got to be here. Oh now you know HBO got to be here, and it's like oh this stage is brought to you by Cheetos or whatever, and. Most festivals usually happen that way. Look at South by, look at ACL, look at Fun Fest. They, whatever festival it is, as soon as you start, as people start seeing that there's money involved, there's money to be made because you have that audience on lock and that audience is the most unlocked I've ever seen. And to where they know, like you said, their fans, they know everything. And next thing you know, oh, well, you know, we're going to have a, uh, it's basically going to become an audition. And if you're going to be there, it is the place to be, but not because you're a comedy fan necessarily, but because, oh yeah, I want to make, I mean, this, this is thousands of people that I can tap into. Yeah. I, that, I, that, that, that's my fear when it comes to this kind of shit. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know what their goals are. That, I don't, that might I don't be, either. That might be what they want, but I can tell you, I feel like they got a lot of momentum coming out of sure. 2021 and 2022, I think steps it up to the next level of enjoyment as far as like, and I can only look at it from an artist perspective. Like there's festivals that you're like, eh, I'm not finna. Mm-hmm. I ain't even, I, no. And then there's other ones like, I gotta find a way to be there. I yeah. gotta find a way to get there. And, and 2022 Skank Fest, I oh. gotta find a way to be there. Here's one. This is what happened two years ago. The last Skank Fest. Like Louis C.K. showed up. Just mm-hmm. popped in. It wasn't not unannounced, Right. And I was thinking that something like that would happen, but because it's it's Houston, like I would love to see like Ali Sadiq just come out of nowhere, right? Like that that I would have loved, you know. I, I, uh, trying to think of another big Houston comic, but I can't right now. I mean Bryson, that'd be cool. I don't. He's not bigger than Ali. Oh, Bryson Brown. Bryson Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that would have that, been that, dope. Yeah, been that's dope. what I'm saying. Like I, it's like nothing. It was planned well mm-hmm. and executed it, well. executed well. On time for the most part, uh, but I think the surprises because when people people who didn't go to the last one were like, "Oh shit, Louis C.K. showed up," and it was just right after that shit that happened to him, mm-hmm. and then they invited him. People were like, "Oh, how can you have Louis C.K.?" But the fans were like, "Fuck that shit. That's Louis fucking C.K. on stage." Yeah. So, uh, in the way, I kind of expected some something like that to happen. Um, it didn't. That's fine. Um. I don't, I don't, yeah, I, mean, I think this was the perfect size for a festival. I, I dug it. You, you had accessibility to whoever you wanted to get to. If it gets too crowded yeah. and you get too many, you know, casuals and then too too many corporate interest, 
And yeah. don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I, I get that. Hey, man, I've built this thing. I want the bag, you know, and I'll not sell it like sell out. Um, but it's like you've, you've built something that everybody appreciated for one simple reason that they love comedy, period. Mm -hmm. Right. And if you, if you stray away from that, I don't know if people will be like, I'm not, oh, Dill says Kankfest was dope back in the day type shit. Right. Like South by Southwest used to be the shit in like 20, 2005. Right. And right. now it's like, oh, well, it's, you know, it's Samsung, it's Dell, it's this and that. And you're like, eh, do I want to go? No. I'll tell you what, if it ever becomes that, at least we get to ride the ride before then. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm glad I was there. Let's, en let's, enjoy, let's enjoy the wave. And I'll, I'll keep riding this ride until, until, until it becomes that. But yeah. until that day, fucking skank fest for life. Yeah, I mean, all right. Yeah, I mean, now I'm with it. Back. Thank you for coming on the podcast again, brother. Thank you. Always appreciate a pleasure. It. I'll be back. No pun. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I said no pun. No. Tell the people where they can find you. Uh, follow the feedback BAK everywhere on social media. Uh, like, cause you know, Aaron was on. I'm trying to think who else I've had recently. Uh, shit, yeah, Lucas McQuarrie was on. I've had Hans Kim, who's fucking killing it everywhere he goes. His girlfriend killed him. Oh, really? I'm sure his girlfriend killed yeah. him or wanted to. I don't know. Um, uh, you know, Morgan Lionwool was was here uh, not long ago. I got a actually now after Skankfest, I've talked to so many comics, and they're like, "Yeah, I want to come on the show." Actually, comics from here that I, I told you I just really met officially at Skankfest. Mm -hmm. So I definitely going to have Ariel on. I want to get at, uh, Abby says she wants to do it. Ah, bro, that's my, both of those are my dogs. Ariel's yeah. been here. I need to get Abby on, but uh, Karen's going to do people. it. Uh, oh, word. Yeah. But Karen lives here, right? No, she lives in New York. Right, but we'll she... zoom it or whenever she comes to town or whatever. So uh, I think that. You going to have Megan Markle on your show? Talk about what? Oh, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, well, no, no, she's gone. I, I thought she was a comic at first. Give, give her a couple of drinks and she'll talk to you about the socioeconomical structure of America <laughs> and why the black and, and the life of a black person here. And and she's just twenty five percent Nigerian, but she claims it seventy five percent. Yeah, the only one that claims yeah, it. Yeah, uh, and seventy five percent Irish. So she's no, but yeah, follow the feedback everywhere. Shit. When did this come out? Uh, Wednesday. Okay, uh, hip hop bingo is coming up on the twenty first. Mm hmm. Uh, Sunday, uh, November 21st at the Native Hostel. There you go. And we got Lando Shepard is the comic. That's going to be. He's going to do the halftime show. Lando's perfect for that. Uh, Lando was on the podcast. That's I forgot to mention Land that. Lando's perfect for that. And if you guys haven't seen uh, or been a part of Hip Hop Bingo, if you're in Austin, you got to check it out. It's a great time. I did the show two months ago. Yeah. Um, and and it's it's a good fucking time. Like, it's a fun show, a great time. You want something to do in the afternoon with your peoples and shit? Get out, start your Sunday fun day. Do that. Do that. Yep. Go to hiphopbingo.live for tickets. And that's the news for now. All right. Um, <laughs> until next time, guys. Uh, you can find me on the Instagrams, uh, underscore Aaron Cheatham. That's on Instagram and Twitter. Follow the podcast uh, on Instagram podcast, the gray area and on twitter podcast gray area of course follow the facebook page uh i'll be in san antonio february february friday november 19th i'll be out there doing two shows uh at the uptown comedy club the new comedy club my boy uh bobby smith opened up uh so i'll be there two shows 
Friday, November 19th, 8 and 10 o'clock. I'll have more info on that, but you can hit me up if you want to come through uh, down in San Antonio. Going home is my first time performing back home uh, since before the pandemic. Nice. Oh, I do have two shows coming up. I don't give a fuck. Um, and the then- fuck? <laughs> Am I the guest or I'm not the guest? You had your chance to speak. Now you, you fucked up. You now- going to cut off my mic now? Yes, cut him off. Um, <laughs> take his headphones too. Gee, fuck him up. Let's go. Um, this is the guy who drains Colton. I, I did drain Colton. Um, and Col- oh, I got to see. Yeah, Colton's coming on. Anyways, um, yeah, you can find uh, me there on those things, and you can find me in San Antonio next week. Uh, and on, don't forget betterhelp.com slash gray. Get yourself that uh, help if you need it. What what are the two shows that you wanted to talk about real quick? Uh, next Thursday, I bet at Indian Roller. Okay. Uh, shout out to Alden Schaub. And then Saturday night. I tried to get you to come down to Indian Roller, and you were like, oh, that's way far south. I'm not. No, I had my son that week. No, the night we were out? No. Yes, when we went to the Creek in the Cave, when we, uh, and we did the, 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 I did the show at that um, private place. You're like, you got to have a membership to get in here. Yeah. And then we went to the, you went and did the mic. Then you met me and Ariel at the Creek in the Cave. Oh. And I was. Is that where you went? We were going to go to the Indian Roller, and you were like, ah, you're going all the way down to North San Antonio. <laughs> that sounds like something I would say. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm doing a show. My, like- my brother-in-law was spinning there that night. Oh, I, I remember. Yeah. I remember. Now, now you're just going to go down to Indian Roller. Okay. I yeah, can- yeah. And, and then uh, Saturday night, I'll be at some yoga studio. Uh, I bet show. you will. Yeah, I am. You know, yoga's popping. Uh, uh, courtesy of the Can't Even Comedy folks. Okay. That that do uh, do comedy a comedy show after hip hop bingo, mm-hmm. so they'll be here uh, that weekend. So it'll be a show. Just follow the feedback. I'll announce, I'll announce it on there, and then they'll also be doing comedy after hip hop bingo uh, next Sunday the twenty first. Nice, nice. Well, follow back. Follow all the stuff he has going on because he has a lot. As you can see, he's probably got more shit that he wants to say uh, yeah, about all the things that he's doing. But this dude is out there grinding on on a reg so uh back thanks no again, thank you brother. for having me again i really appreciate you shout out to hot pot media uh, and uh i'll be back work <laughs> jesus christ until next time you guys take care of each other be kind and here's mud in your eye peace thanks for listening you can find more episodes and all of our other hot pie media originals baked fresh daily at our home online at hotpiemedia.com the hot pie media youtube channel or wherever you listen to podcasts